Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Whatever. We are a podcast about nothing. No, we're Seinfeld, <laughs> but it did sound appropriate. We have Brandon Kendall and myself, Brian, here again this week to hopefully entertain you with some stories. We'd love to hear your stories, so definitely send them and Kendall, tell them how they can get a hold of us. Yeah, send us your funny stories that you find to our Instagram at goodbadwhateverpod, all one word, all lowercase, to our Twitter at gbwpod, or just find us on the Podbean website and look at photos. And I know that's what Instagram is for, too, and we're getting there. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> I, I put stuff on Instagram. Yeah, you're yeah. better at it than me. I should just give you the password. <laughs> Oh, we have Instagram? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. Oh, all right. I feel like this, this show is also PSAs for what not to do in life. Well, I will say, we yeah, we have never <laughs> pointed out anything it. productive or good that people should do, or maybe a few times. It's mostly been what not to do. Yeah. But if you eliminate all the things you shouldn't do, eventually you'll stumble on something you should. Right. Correct. We're steering you in a direction. Yeah. Yes. This is this is a funnel program to get you down to like that optimal thing. Mm, and it's so 25. They said, don't do that. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this feels familiar. Saving people one story at a time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> one alligator animal story or murder mystery away from being, the, a, yep. being a good human. Or at least making that commute a little more bearable. Right. Or the Jiminy Cricket of podcast. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. I don't even know what to do with that. <laughs> Always let our podcast be your guide. <laughs> and if you still hear us after you turn it off, please don't tune back in. Yeah. <laughs> Go see medical help. Those are voices. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't ours. <laughs> Lithium. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. So this week, I have, I'm going to do the good this week. So I guess I'm, we can get me out of the way quick. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> only if I, oh, I thought you were hitting the blouse. I was. Like, I was only right? if I had the kids tuned up, we could have yeah. done that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think, Brandon, you had a couple weeks ago, you had one about somebody who dropped their phone in the in the ocean or something. Yes, it wasn't a porta potty mm -hmm. this time. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So I've I've got a, a a found a found thing in the water story too. So catfish. <laughs> so a swimmer in British Columbia that's in Canada, Kendall. Uh, thank you for yep. clarifying. In a British Columbia channel found a ring that had been dropped into the water by a man 17 years ago. Frodo. <laughs> yeah. My precious. He was still attached to him, just couldn't see him. The uh, police released a statement seeking the owner of the ring found in the channel by the local swimmer. And the ring was engraved with the names Stephanie and Noel. The statement came to the attention of Noel, Noel's father-in-law. My father-in-law reached out to me. He had seen it on an article on another news site and sent it to me saying, is this yours? He told the news. He said he had lost his wedding ring in the channel 17 years earlier. The, the ring was, so, was lost so long ago, I was just in complete shock. He and his friends spent the day at the channel and I guess didn't realize until he had left that his ring was at the bottom of the channel. He said the ring, which was returned to him just in time for his 20th wedding anniversary with his wife Stephanie, remains in great condition. I would just say this. For having pulled that stunt and managed to stick with, she stuck with him for 20 years. That's not, that's not so bad. <laughs> I mean, accidents happen. Yeah. I lose things all the time. I, I lost my wedding ring at a concert. <laughs> so <laughs> I was at a concert. I was in the pit. And I don't know what happened. I was, you know, doing pit things. And yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. I had lost my wedding ring. And 
I started looking around on the ground, and the guy next to me goes, what are you looking for? I said, my wedding ring fell off. He goes, that's crazy. I was over there, and something hit me in the chest, and it was a ring. I go, is this yours? Oh, wow. I was wow. like, get out of here. You were all the way over there. <laughs> wow. You must have been moshing. Wow. You really <laughs> flung your hands around. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, so my, my, my dad didn't ever lose his ring officially, but there were many instances where it could have disappeared, and I just remember as a kid... Like, my dad was the one where, like, if it was, like, he and I going to church, we'd go to his office and we'd spin the, his ring on the table instead of going to church and counting how long it could spin. Like, he was always <laughs> taking it off and fidgeting with it. Well, we were once in a movie theater. And we were sitting there. I don't remember what movie we were watching. All of a sudden, you hear this ding. And then he this ding, ding. And it's hitting the chairs on its way down, but it kept rolling. And you hear the you know, and then it stops. We had no idea which row it was in, so we had to get the, back when they actually had people that worked at the theater, to come in the usher to shine the light, walking up and down the rows during the movie, and you hear this classic, shh, quiet, you know, people are hollering, <laughs> can't hear, you know, what, turn off Turn in front. Yeah. He found it, but I was just like, he's going to lose it one of these days. Yeah. Yeah. I would walk and it would just fall, fly pretty, off. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could tell the story, because I don't think he's one of our followers, but, mm-hmm. so. That was... Same concert, I broke my tailbone, so it was a good time. It was a good concert. Oof. <laughs> what concert was this? Mm, that might have been a social distortion concert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I mean, good in the end that you kept your tailbone, you got your ring back after blazing somebody in the chest with it. <laughs> Barely kept my tailbone. <laughs> this guy got his ring back that he had no business getting it back, but he got it back anyway. So it was engraved later. with Stephanie and Noel, and Noel was the daughter-in-law? No, 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 no. Noel was the, the husband. So oh. Stephanie and Noel were, it was just, that's how they knew it was his ring, because I'm, I'm sure oh, oh, a oh. guy's ring is usually pretty basic, ge- more generic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the, but it had that engraved the in The men's department in yeah. <laughs> the store. Lazarus ring. Yeah. It's a lot of khaki <laughs> pants. JCPenney. There's like two little things over there in the women's department's the whole rest of the story. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, I mean, good for him. He got it engraved. I mean, then then when he found it, it was made easy to identify. But yeah, so his name was Noel Nissen. I just stopped saying Nissen because I knew I would say Nissan if I saw it. Mm -hmm. So I just stopped. But yeah, so his wife, Stephanie, remained committed to him despite him losing his ring. And now I always wondered, did he get another one? Because like I don't think it's a nearly as sentimental, like because usually the guy's ring is a lot less expensive, and yeah. you don't get it until the wedding day, so it's not like it's an announcement. Most, most guys don't wear it shortly after that. Yeah, but I mean, but even even <laughs> with doesn't wear his. Yeah, but even even like with this guy, like I mean, there was nothing in there that it sounded like you know this this swimmer saved his life because he found his ring. So I'm sure that they they've yeah. been living happily without it for. I do love those like lost and found stories like that though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially when it's so far. It was right. one thing it was like a week, but this like seventeen, 17 years. years yeah. Like Well, but the the cool thing is, I mean, the guy's ring I'm sure was heavy enough that it just went to the bottom oh, of the state. Hundred percent. Yeah. So it it was theoretically he probably could have gone out looking for him. I'm sorry, Noel. If your wife's listening, then you just haven't stepped up as a man. It's well, all I, I look I look say, so like, hard. How deep it is. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, the current was too strong. Well and it wasn't a channel, but yeah, and depending if he lost it, 
and notice it at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. Like if you're on your in the car ride home and you're like, oh. crap. <laughs> but I do like he was a swimmer that found it. So it's not like a diver. So, I mean, it must have been something that as he's swimming by, saw the reflection and it couldn't have it been that deep. It still could have been like deep, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe like I just hear swimmer. I'm thinking just somebody casually going down the channel. But but I don't know. Yeah. I didn't say. So, he yeah, he could have very well seen it and. <gasps> Right, went down right next to a hot pink swim bag. <laughs> With an going down the Hudson River. <laughs> yeah, gross. <laughs> the fish from the Simpsons is down there too. <laughs> Three eyes. <laughs> That's too funny. All right, who's got the bad this week? All right, I got the bad. Speaking of a guy who's got some explaining to do. Mm. All right. All right. So, a man on his honeymoon. Yes, he was. Uh oh. He was. He was from Florida. Ah. <laughs> You don't say. He's on his honeymoon, and uh, he landed himself in the middle of a prostitution sting. Whoops. On your honeymoon. (laughs) It said, according to the release from the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office, Paul Trevisky, 35, made an arrangement to meet a prostitute while on his honeymoon. He left his wife in the hotel when she fell asleep. And uh, met the undercover detective and was arrested, along with 176 other people in a month-long operation targeting human trafficking. I'm assuming that's a fake-your-own-death situation and (laughs) disappear forever. Where you just moonwalk away. (laughs) I'm picturing as soon as the police kicked in the door, it was like that sound from, was it the THX? Boom! (laughs) Yeah, the THX thing, yeah. Oh crap! <laughs> oh, I, uh, yeah. I mean, because on your honeymoon, yeah. I mean, come on, that's what you've like one, two days in. Yeah. Right? Well, and and I mean, that's usually when you're pretty sure you're gonna get it for free, anyways. You know, I mean, it's not like there's, like <laughs> <Yes>. this, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not saying that every couple's probably the same, but I mean, if you're gonna pick a period, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Come right. on, you're, you're two days in, three days yeah. in at most. It's, say seven. You don't even have to probably buy dinner that night. Like, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of set up for you. Yeah. It's like a slap on Well, <laughs> and like, how do you, so, and I'm trying to put myself in the spot. So you, let's say they, they're going to Hawaii. I don't know where they went. They're going to Hawaii. Well, Is he researching they were in Florida, I guess. Oh, yeah. In Florida for the honeymoon. I just thought they were from Florida. No, no, he was in Florida from Florida. Oh, okay. Well, then. Oh, no. Disney World is where we went. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, then there's a problem. It's the less happiest place on earth. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, like, what are you, are you researching prostitutes before you go? Because I would think your honeymoon isn't a place where you have a lot of free time. You know, it's not like right. you do your thing, I'm going to go do mine, and we'll meet back here in five days. Yeah, she said. Well, it's not like a business conference where, like, your days are kind of open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're like, there for one reason, like, to be with that person. So that's why, right. like, it had to have been prearranged. Yeah, yeah. I, so like, you already knew before you got on the honeymoon you were going to be visiting. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most honeymoons happen like the day after the wedding, so it's like you knew before the wedding that this is what you were going to do. Maybe it was his backup plan. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. You definitely fake your own death. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I would have made you dead. Yeah, yeah. Pretty I, soon after. I just picture <laughs> the next like twenty years as this. Yeah. <laughs> And that's your whole life for the <laughs> And I'm thinking that they would Oh no, you would never hear she, from me again. She would have kept the ring and the swimmer in my story would have found the body at the bottom of the channel. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope for her sake it was a uh you're dead to me. Yes. 
there's still time for an annulment if you're if it's that that's quick right. in. Like, and I, <laughs> let's I think, undo I this. I think that would be very easily granted by said judge. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he did what? <laughs> you, you mean where? When? Oh, you on what? This? On your honey? What? Yeah. How do, how do you spell your full name again? All right, I got you, boo. <laughs> I'm going to sign this right now. Yeah. You what don't even got to pay for priority shipping. I'm I'm going to deliver this to your house. Well, you want one of his cars? I'll write that down, too. Right, what else you want? There's scene in Airplane where everyone just walks and slaps. <laughs> Get a hold. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Uh, no. Yeah, you you don't even have explaining to do. There's no, no. explaining you can do. No. I, I think it's self-explanatory. Yeah. The door opens and... <laughs> <laughs> you're in the motel and it isn't with your your newly new new bride yeah mm. yeah uh-uh well and like better she finds out now mm, yeah. yeah 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 at least there's now could you i would have kicked him out of that hotel room rang up the bill as high as i could get it yeah whose car is this under <laughs> <laughs> well, i don't i don't know if i can say this or not but i guess you can edit it out but it just reminds me of ted lasso when roy kent's like I'm going to be punching. She's just like, whatever. <laughs> I'm like every guy. Wham. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't know where you go from there. Cause it's, it's one thing if you got to explain it. Well, you don't even explain it, but just imagine you come back and everyone that attended the wedding, everybody, you know, do you, well now, now do you have to return the gifts. I'm, I hope so. Or at least give them to the bride. <laughs> well, no, no, no. That's what I meant. Does it, I mean, what does the bride do with the gifts now? I say she probably at this point haven't even opened them. Well, I mean, maybe the cards just to get the cash before you. It's probably what he used <gasps> cash from oh, the card at the wedding. Oh, if you don't think I don't processing. light you on fire, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We have a whole other story. Right. So we're going to interview Kendall on the next episode. Oh. What would the criminal mastermind do? No. Just so you know, if you could see Kendall's face right now. Yeah, it is. There's, right. there's a little bit of rage back there. Oh. There's little Repeat flames in her eyeballs. In my target cards? Oh. You use my target card? I would. No. We would both go to jail. Yours, yours would be with a parade as you went. Right, and I would probably have one of those mugshots where it's like she regrets nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I have no regrets. No. She's smiling in the mugshot. Mm -hmm. Kendall, I did that. Kendall has a fresh tattoo across her. Neck. No regrets. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> mm -mm. All right, <clears throat> we got to get Kendall. Kendall, we need you to talk about something else here. Well, speaking of murder. Oh. oh. I want to talk about Alex Murdoch. <laughs> Woohoo! So there's not really been, well, there have been some, like the trial has kind of gotten underway as far as like his team is requesting all the evidence from the state. And so the state is like, you can have it, but there's a lot of sensitive information in here and we want to like have a court order that's like, it's protected information. And if any of this information gets out, we know that it's your fault because the information we're giving you is worth six, if not seven figures of wow. potential, you know, income. Like if you were to sell this to make a movie, which is what they're basically yeah. saying. And I mean, the way they've done this whole circus thing from the get go. Murdoch's already in the jail. How much can we get for that? Yeah. Right. Right. And. You know, I don't think the state is that far off in being like the information we're going to give you has to be protected because, I mean. You know, what's funny is I've never 
heard of that before. I have. I kind, of, I kind of assumed that was how it would be anyway. Well, it's kind of same. And like when they were doing the trial and like back and forth, and it's wild when you listen to like the court hearing because, you know, the prosecutor starts off and it's like, we're here today to, you know, try. I'm here to get like a protection order for the evidence before we give it to the defense attorney. Well, before he even... It's like two minutes into his speech and Murdoch's lawyers have interrupted him like three times and are like, we need 15 minutes to get witnesses up here and to argue about why the evidence is taking so long to come to us and why we haven't gotten it yet. And it's like, you're getting it right now. We, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about something else. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's just and even the judge is like, this is a circus. Like, <laughs> this is gone on for too long. Well, and it maybe they're that. trying to do that to make it. Well, we couldn't get the stuff we needed. and Well, and a lot of that, so they haven't even gotten to the point where they're going to, like, pick jury. And so there's a lot of speculation that, like, he's doing all of this to kind of go ahead and taint jury opinion. And, like, we're just trying to be, like, good old boys and, the you know, they're keeping us down kind of thing. The man's keeping us down. <laughs> right. Never mind that he's been the man for 100 years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Taking everybody out. Mm-hmm. So... We're right at the anniversary of the supposed murder attempt on Murdoch's life last September on the side of the road, which that never even happened. He never even got right. a Band-Aid on his head, like nothing. <laughs> it's a shaving accident. <laughs> and so there's, looking back at the timeline, something had to have happened in August of last year to kind of send him down this spiral of like, oh, it's a drug overdose or it's a drug addiction he has to go to rehab that's where all the money's going all these things it's like all of a sudden that's where the story started spinning and if you look at russell lafitte the banker the foot <laughs> also the banker has two days. ankle monitors one on each ankle which i think is hilarious like, like a state how do you get one. somewhere without both ankles going with you right <laughs> like you're gonna leave one leg at home <laughs> well state in a federal well, it's like you don't think you're in trouble. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the most trouble. Do you ever look at his ankles and go, God, I screwed up? Well, I like, wonder if he sits there and goes, I wonder if these cause cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I just immediately was like, Okay, so how do you shower? Do you just take a bath and like your feet have yeah, to hang out the out. whole time? <laughs> yeah. Because like with one ankle, I know you have to like you can't get it wet, so like you're in the shower with your one foot out. At least according to all of the true crime documentaries I watch. <laughs> <laughs> so I just get like, I can't stop giggling I, at. I don't even know two. if I thought about that. Yeah. Oh, he's, it was. He's only clean from the knees up. The first thing I thought of was like, how do you shower? <laughs> like, how do you shower with so, two ankle Like when you pull on? a cast off, your legs all green and funky. Ugh. Not that I've had a cast in five. <laughs> Never had a cast. Me either. Man, knock on wood, man. I've had. Well, I've, I've broken my collarbone, broken my elbow, but... Can't cast any happen. of those. Yeah, you can't cast them. <laughs> Ugh. But, so, in, tied up with all of Russell Lafitte's things, they're digging around, and at one point, Murdoch's personal, like, account had been overdrawn by $300,000. Oops. Russell Lafitte That's, logs in. <laughs> right? How do you... And he's never ha had to pay, like, an overdraft fee. I used to get, like, in college, you know, and you're down to, like, your last $7, and you're like, okay, this is... I'm going to ride. Right. And it's like, I can't do it, because if I dip 
down 10 cents my fee is going to be 25 and i don't have seven i don't have 25 like and then the bank fee goes through the the main the monthly maintenance oh that overdrafted me really right you're like constantly worried about that overdraft fee yeah one like book club decides like columbia house records like charges you that one penny that you got all 10 cds for now you got the like 13.99 bill no yes (laughs) but i love my cds (laughs) so you know, good old boy power. You go 300 in the hole and everyone's like, that's all right. He's good for it. You're good for it. Thousand. So the bank president, Russell Lafitte, logs into... <laughs> logs into Alex Murdoch's personal like login, transfers $450,000 of bank money into his account to cover the overdraft so that when the bank is looking into it... I need a bank that there's does that no, for its customers. Right. There's no like risk tied to Alex Murdoch. And all of this happened kind of right before the September like faux shooting. I can't even get him to cover five bucks. Right. Yeah. 300,000. Like I'm just... With, I'm with the wrong bank. Can you cover my mortgage? Which one was that again? <laughs> so it's like the Palmetto State Bank down in... Hampton County. <laughs> well, they'll take your money to cover his money. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're running a special on new accounts. <laughs> if you have more than $100,000, you get the platinum program. Yes. And so they were trying to figure out if, like, you know, the 450 and there's all these loans. He gets a loan, like a $750,000 loan about once. So it's like an allowance. Like the amount of loans he gets just from client accounts and other accounts and just... And they're all just kind of labeled like for construction or for something. And he has, when he puts up collateral, he put up houses that weren't even his. <laughs> like it's just, Cash and checks that are in his name. Getting collateral wow. houses that aren't his. And then he'd put the same, it was some like hunting club, his like hunting club, I guess, membership he used as. A collateral, which I didn't even know you get, like. So I, I think triple A card. Do you want my Netflix account? Like, when that's this, about all the collateral whole, I have. When this trial is all completed and, and everything's done, and, and we have like the full soup to nuts story, we should have a podcast spinoff that's just called the Good, the Bad, and Whatever, the Eric Murdoch edition, <laughs> and we go through stories about him which fit each of the three categories. Oh, there's no good ones. Start to finish. <laughs> so we'll just do the whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> instead of the good the bad the whatever it's just the what the f- yeah i it's crazy to me and a lot of those are federally yeah like the, you have to follow federal rule and they they look at them mm-hmm. yeah like when you get audited the bank gets audited they look at that stuff yeah well and also did you know that as a banker you could also be a farmer and collect $250,000 a year in grants for being a farmer because he sometimes sell, grows corn. And that's what Russell Lafitte does. And cocaine. <laughs> and so they've tracked it. He's received like eight hundred grand in the last couple of years for like grants, like farming grants. So... Which all just feel you like have to a, be a scheme. banker and so, farmer, or just no? A, it's so just his like side job is great, farming. The great thing is, is but his side job it. makes more money than any of my jobs. Yes, but all of this <laughs> is going to come back to it was basically federal money that he was using to do all of his shady stuff, or a lot of it. Well, I I just think Grant. that was his side hustle, just a way he figured out to make 
Hey, I can write this grant and get this money, and it's mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) I'm in. That's right. I got exactly 11 tomatoes this summer. (laughs) Do you think that'll get us any? A jalapeno plant. (laughs) I'm sucking. I only have hydrania, so I have a dead banana tree. tree. (laughs) At a banana tree. Yeah. Has not yet uh, produced a bunch of bananas. I, but. I got like four blueberries off of my blueberry bush. We have a damn farm. <laughs> oh. Yeah. E I E I O. Grant. I I'll wear the overalls. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's just he's one of those people who's like, you know, I can fill out this form, get this money, and no one will pay any attention to it. And so I think the whole farm income is just a side like note. But his grand. It's just there are so many characters and so many like awful twists and turns and routes. Like I was, you know, speed listening to some catch up episodes this morning because I've I saved them all for right before. So they're fresh. (laughs) It's like cramming before a test. (laughs) Right. It is. (laughs) It's exactly what I do. And I'm like, that one, that one's not really what I'm looking for. And I'll like I speed her up (laughs) a little bit. But even her like telling the story, I was like, "Who's this? Who? <laughs> what? I was having to go back. I got to start a farm. <laughs> oh God! Now, yeah. Well, I'm telling you right now, I'm gonna go find the farm paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> go find the grants first. To find out what you're capable of yeah. getting. Yeah. Listen, I have eight acres. If we need an address, like <laughs> <laughs> deal. It's all coming together. Are right, we supposed to be saying this on the air? <laughs> We haven't aired this one yet. <laughs> Allegedly, hypothetically, just yeah. insert those words when Not you need to. Not saying I'm going to do it, but if I was. Yes. Right. <laughs> if what I were to do it. <laughs> yeah. Was it the OJ book? Yeah. <laughs> if I did it. <laughs> but the if is really dirty. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's twisty, spinny, and like. So there's nothing uh, new on him, per se, but. Nothing new on him, per se. They're still kind of duking it out about evidence and all of that and his lawyers are trying to argue that he needs to be taken out of the prison so that they can work on his defense better i don't know because it's he keeps giving him everything <laughs> yeah. over the prison phone also that <laughs> and he's real concerned with beef sticks he can't his canteen is too low he can't get enough beef sticks that's hard when you killed somebody and you're in and jail it made me giggle one <laughs> of the arguments was well you know our our client is a lawyer he's helping us with the defense he needs to be able to see the evidence against him so he can help us mount the proper defense and i'm like i don't think he you can't really call him a lawyer anymore yeah <laughs> he's never very good at it in the first place yeah hasn't he already been disbarred too yeah yeah he's not a lawyer anymore nope no jeez. and he was a volunteer for the solicitor's office which is what his family ran for so long he never ran it but he was a volunteer but the guy who was head solicitor was appointed there by the dad so that guy's obviously in everyone's pocket and in like the 20 years he was a volunteer for the solicitor's office he only ever tried one case but he was like a weird advisor on a lot of other cases that never actually went to trial he would like come in and work a weird side deal and be like well if he said it's if that's what he worked out then that's what we'll go with but they all just happened to be like drug related so that's so like he's the wolf. Yeah. So they're working on that angle too. Like he Jeez. is a drug something. He is a money launderer. It, all of it. If you can do it, he's done it. And we're just watching it all happen. I got so excited. I punched the microphone. <laughs> she did actually. It was very, very good description. She's just turned still away. thinking the last story. Yeah. 
chance of defeat is going down too. He's, he's, he's mm-hmm. deep in the mix. What we could for for your sake, Kendall, we could have a steel cage royal rumble match between the husband in the the honeymoon story from the last one <laughs> versus Murdoch just going at it and seeing who comes out on top. Oh, we could throw them uh, all in there. We could throw the the bad shot in there. We could throw. Well, we could put a couple, the, but they may team the up. foot or defeat. I keep it. La feet. Yeah. He's French, stinky foot. <laughs> <laughs> you got Murdoch. We just throw them all in like a like a blender match and just let them all duke it out. Right. Just a bad guy soup. Yes. That's all it is. We'll, we'll do it Hunger Games style and just put a bunch of weapons in the middle of it. <laughs> Last one survives. Oh, just a bunch rough. of sticks in the middle. Not enough to kill, but enough to just beat the crap out of each other. Pay to see two grown men beat each other with sticks. <laughs> what are those? Uh, what is? I forget what they call that. It's like a bamboo stick. They wear like the big fancy Japanese suits and they beat the crap oh, out of each other with those yeah. bamboo. I just, it, I, I'll have to. Bamboo would hurt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Won't kill you, but it hurt like hell. I'll have to find this video and send it to you because I, I was like crying, giggling watching it. But it's like a husband and wife, like grown adults, but they're playing that like backyard game where it's like. It was like those sockum boppers where like the end, it's like a jousting thing, but the end is like an inflatable yeah. baton. Yeah. And they're just beating the crap out of each other with these like inflatable batons. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like two. And the post was like, my mom sent me this of her and dad playing with their new yard toy. <laughs> they're just out there just like duking it out. I hate you. <laughs> I don't know where this was. I just remember driving by and always seeing like, it's people that were dressed up like knights with foam armor and foam swords and stuff, and they'd get into like foam duels. Yes. What do they call that? LARPing. Yeah. <laughs> Did not know there was a name for it. Live now action I feel role smarter. play. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, LARPing. I saw it was on a, one of the movies where they had to. Oh, the Hawkeye movie where Hawkeye had to pretend he was LARPing. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I'm a superhero, right? <laughs> you know, I do this for real. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, and he had to let one of them kill. <laughs> I killed Hawkeye. <laughs> oh man, it's a real mood booster. <laughs> oh man, should, we should, we should probably tell them where they can find us. Yeah, if you are just as into <laughs> if this they whole still want to find us after this fiasco as I am, I can't get enough. But I'm also very confused. <laughs> Then message me on Instagram at goodbadwhateverpod. You can follow us on Twitter at gbwpod. And you can find our Podbean page to see the photos that aren't posted I, I on Instagram. I think I'm going to do a photo lineup of... Uh, we need to do like uh, the police yes. thing where they have like all the like yeah, the mob that, thing where it's... The, yeah, we, we connect the dots <laughs> to yeah. everybody. I almost want to do it like brackets though. Like, yeah, like playoff brackets. <laughs> this yeah. is a tier one target, a tier two target. Yeah, no, we need. To, I like our playoff brackets, like for college right. against. Right, like who's the worst bad guy we've had so it's the far? Playing round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there. all right. You probably need to end this. Do it. Oh. Do it. <laughs> Bye.